Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 1441, Ramit's Hall of Shame by Ramit Sethi of IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com and I'm Justin Mollick. This is the podcast where I act as a personal narrator for you for free usually from blogs, sometimes from books, but in either case, always with permission from the authors. Today's author is normally narrated on Optimal Finance Daily, but this one fits pretty well into the personal development category, so I thought I'd read the article here for you. If you like this episode, definitely check out Optimal Finance Daily for more from Ramit. But for now, let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Ramit's Hall of Shame by Ramit Sethi I will teach you to be rich.com. I always laugh when I hear someone ask, what was your most embarrassing moment? Do you seriously think I would ever tell you? For normal people, their most embarrassing moment involves shitting their pants at the age of 26, getting brutally rejected when proposing to their girlfriend of three years in front of a crowd at Central Park, or quitting their job and showing up to the new, better job on the first day, only to find out they never actually got the job. I know people who have done all of these things. You should have seen me laughing as I wrote that last paragraph. God, I love it. Also, I'm going to So while I really like you, I'm sure as hell not going to tell you my most embarrassing moment. But I will tell you some things that have gone wrong recently. Failure number one, I royally screwed up my chance to talk at TED. A few months ago, I got introduced to the woman who chooses the speakers at TED. I couldn't wait to talk with her. Speaking at TED has been a dream for years. So I got ready, took a taxi to the meeting, and waited in the lobby to meet her. When she came out, we made small talk. Then she said, okay, what do you have for me? I come up with a few ideas over the past couple of days and I pitched her. As soon as the words came out of my mouth, I could tell it was over. There was zero reaction. She said, as you know, our audience includes people like Bill Gates. How would this appeal to him? As she walked me out, she didn't even say, let me know when you have a better idea. Instead, she said, nice to meet you. Thank you for coming in. It wasn't her fault, it was mine. I hadn't done my normal level of preparation and it showed. Failure number two, brutally rejected at a bar. I hit on a woman at a bar only to find out that she wasn't interested. Failure number three, and I'll teach you to be a rich product you've never heard of. Earlier this year, I came up with an awesome idea for a new course. My modeling indicated it would generate over a million dollars a year. It would be totally new but pull from a genius business model invented decades ago, and it would be massively scalable. I spent three months doing my research, then I excitedly turned it over to the IWT product team. I told them to look into it and build off of what I'd initially done. They came back about two months later with one recommendation, never do this. This has happened before. 
On our team, we have a nice balance of irrationally optimistic, me, and extremely guarded and wary of Ramit's crackpot ideas, my team. However, I usually get together with them and it ends up working out. This time, they put their foot down. They showed me 10 different reasons why this would never work. They showed me more sophisticated models than mine. And they showed me several points I hadn't thought of. Finally, after investing six months of heavy research with a heavy heart, just kidding, I have no heart, I killed the project. They were right, I was wrong. There's no happy ending to the story, that's it. I didn't turn it around and make it into a charity benefit that helped poor Korean kids. We just spent $50,000 plus and our research is now shelved away, probably never to see the light of day. And that sucks. Why I'm sharing these failures with you. As you may remember, I keep my failures logged in a Gmail folder. I did not wake up today and plan to share my failures with 500,000 plus readers. I'd rather spend all day writing about how great I am, wouldn't you? But I've also learned that the most successful people are counterintuitively the most open about their weaknesses. For example, if you ask a top performer, what are your weaknesses? They'll laugh and say, how long do you have? Then they'll be brutally honest about the exact shortcomings they have. They have trouble prioritizing. They're struggling with work-life balance. They tend to rush things when it gets stressful. Notice that less experienced people will instinctively try to hide their weaknesses, as if we can't spot them from a mile away. Why we hide our failures. As a guy who became expert at hiding my weaknesses, skinny Indian guy, Will she like me because I have hair on my chest? Lowest math grade in my class, again. I understand why we don't like to share. I'm reminded of one of my favorite speeches from the West Wing, where presidential candidate Santos talks about how we're all broken. And yet over time, I came to love and seek out failure. Because each time I failed, I learned something new. And with each failure, I broke through a small barrier, which cumulatively helped me achieve mastery. Without failing two, three, a hundred times, I couldn't be successful. In fact, I still fail at over 50% of new initiatives and I'm good at what I do. I wanna show you one technique that's been instrumental in my life when I'm facing the fear of failure or even judgment from other people. Warning, this technique is deceptively simple but can completely change your mindset. How to handle fear of failure and judgment. When we're facing the possibility of failure, our minds go in a hundred different directions to try and convince us to take a different path. You can calm your inner critic by using the what if I were perfect technique. To do it, you trick your mind by thinking about how a perfect, competent, confident person would handle this situation. For example, you might say, I'm not sure if this job is something I wanna do for the rest of my life. You doubt applying, then decide not to do it, then stay miserable at your current job and miss out on a potential dream opportunity. Using the what if I were perfect technique, you could tell yourself, I know this decision isn't permanent and I could easily change course if this one isn't right for me. You apply and maybe it doesn't work out, but maybe it does and you find a new job you love. You can use this new technique everywhere. Your love life, asking someone out, your job, approaching your boss about a raise, or your social life, going to that new painting class even if you don't know anyone. This technique will help you become aware of your mental barriers and defeat them before they hold you back. Your challenge, try the what if I were perfect technique to overcome your fear of failure. Now, I want you to think of one thing you want to try this month, but you haven't done it yet because you're scared of failing. Tell me how you typically respond, then give an example of how you could use the what if I were perfect technique. I'll start with one that got me for years, 
hosting events. Typical approach, what if I hold this event and nobody comes? That'd be embarrassing. Forget it, maybe I'll host a party next year when my audience is bigger. What if I were perfect approach? I'm gonna make this a can't miss event. Even if hardly anyone comes, the people who are there are gonna talk about it for months. You just listened to the post titled Ramit's Hall of Shame by Ramit Sethi of I'llTeachYouToBeRich.com. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you to Ramit for sharing his failures. Always a tough thing to do and admit, I can definitely understand, as I've tried launching podcasts that we didn't end up continuing for one reason or another. We'll likely discontinue another, but start more also, and we'll see how that goes. I'll have an announcement about that soon. Hoping it's not a failure, but it's true, without those failures, I wouldn't have had the successful ones, so it's all good. And maybe try out that what if I were perfect approach and see how it changes how you handle things. Let me know how it goes. But that's enough for today. Have a great rest of your day and I'll see you tomorrow with a post from Zen Psychiatry and where your optimal life awaits. Hey, this is Dan from the Optimal Finance Daily Podcast, which is a lot like this show, except more focused on personal finance. Justin handpicks the best posts he can find from blogs and authors like Ramit Sethi, Mr. Money Mustache, and more, and I read them to you five days a week. So if you enjoy this podcast, come on over and subscribe to Optimal Finance Daily too. And together, we'll optimize your financial life. You've been listening to Optimal Living Daily. Be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay up to date on each new episode and head to oldpodcast.com. That's oldpodcast.com for a free gift as well as more actionable tips and resources to help you maximize your potential. Thanks for joining us, and remember, your optimal life awaits.